There's a saying that goes, it's the little things in life. I believe it to be true. Sometimes the smallest events have the biggest impacts on the course of our lives. Think back, can you pinpoint a single moment or event that changed the direction of your life? Even more, can you think back to an outdoor experience that solidified your relationship to the outside world? On a Saturday morning in early June of 2018, I found myself on a hiking trail inside of Rocky Mountain National Park near Estes, Colorado. It was a perfect blue sky day. In nearly every direction that I looked, there sat a herd of elk, grazing or bedded down with their young. We were fortunate to arrive in the park early enough to avoid the congestion and lines of the summer season. It was here that I met Marlene. Marlene's in her early 60s, in great shape, and dressed head to toe in technical hiking clothing. Along with a small group from 50 campfires, we headed out on the Cub Lake Trail. Here she shared her story with me, the day that changed the course of her life forever. And the way she told me her story, she was able to pinpoint it back not only to the day, but the outfit that she was wearing. So tell me what year and kind of the circumstance that you arrived in Colorado in Estes Park. Um, okay. In 1974, I had gotten a summer job in Estes Park. Um, I was born and raised in New Orleans and um, had never seen a mountain. But I got this job at the YMCA of the Rockies. And I said, yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I like the outdoors, um, fishing in the bayous in New Orleans and stuff. I thought this would be great. But being raised in the South, um, I always went to even college classes in dresses. I wore jeans. Um, my dad was a riverboat captain for a tugboat. So we spent a lot of time on the rivers and the lakes, uh, Lake Pontchartrain, fishing. Um, and just being outdoors. At that time, it's a lot of open swamps and bayous we could go play in. No, I had an older brother and sister, and my brother was seven years older, so he was like Tarzan in the jungle. And we go out and swing on vines. We had tree houses. So I spent a lot of time outdoors. And that's why I thought this job in Colorado would be a good fit. I had no idea what to expect. I wore a nice dress, a silk, sleeveless, very short, very short dress with pantyhose and stock, you know, the heel sandals, because I wanted to look nice. This was a job. I wanted to impress my employer. And so I flew up to Denver, took a bus to Estes Park, where the Y said they would send a driver, and they did. But it was about 5 o'clock in the evening when I arrived, and it was snowing and about 30 degrees. And I really felt like I was in another planet. So I was not prepared for whatever reason. I just didn't think it was me, it was summer. And so I got to the Y and I'm sure there were bets. This girl's not gonna last a week here. And I never went home to live that. I stayed at the Y for three years and um, it definitely changed my life. I was not expecting um, calling it a rough um, kind of experience because, again, I had 
two large suitcases with me and nobody helped me and they said you're going to live up this hill it was probably a quarter mile up a very steep hill to get to this cabin I was to live in and so what was I to do but pick up my suitcases in my little high heel sandals with it pretty cold out I had gotten a sweatshirt out by then and put over my dress but I, I remember kind of wanting to cry but I wasn't going to, um, you know, I was all by myself. I didn't know anybody. So I trudged up this hill in these little sandals with it snowing on the ground. So it's kind of wet and slick. And then I was afraid I was going to fall and make a fool of myself. But I, I carried those suitcases up to that cabin and unpacked and got my jeans on and my sweatshirt and my sneakers. There was my sweet mates at college and one of their friends came to visit one weekend. I didn't even know her. And we were talking about, hey, we're all graduating. What are we going to do? Um, as if I'm sure my parents thought I'd get a job, but I wasn't thinking that. And she said, well, you're pretty outdoorsy. I worked at this camp in Colorado last summer and here's the address. And you should send for an application. So I did, and I didn't even think about it, and I filled it out, mailed it back, and this is like January that year, and all of a sudden, like April, I get this letter, you are hired by the YMCA of the Rockies. Can you be here by May 15th? I went, oh my gosh. No, you filled out an application. I'm not sure what they were looking for. They only hired 300 people that year, and I hear they got, you know, like a 1,000 applications. So I... I really feel it was meant to be that um, I was picked and I worked and I stayed and I stayed and I'm still here. <laughs> Some had moved away and did their careers and have moved back and retired here. So there's definitely a connection. I don't know of any other place like it. It's a town into itself and a very much a tight community. So when you work there, you mostly do your outdoor activities with your co-workers um, and trips and so forth. So town is two miles away. And to go to town was kind of a big thing um, to go shopping. And, and we didn't know many people in town. So everybody referred to the people that lived in town, outsiders, kind of their townies. You know, and that's, it just kind of got to be that language. And we, we're white campers, they're townies. And we had softball games in those years. And so we would play town, you know, stores, they'd have a softball league and the rec district. And so it was kind of, again, um, we were a separate town. I mean, I get it, I'm a townie. I'm kind of an outsider coming back in. Oh, when I moved to town, I knew I was kindly selling out and <laughs> being a townie. But being a townie in Estes Park is not a bad thing. It's a pretty nice place to be a townie. <laughs> and I had mentors at the Y in 1974. Um, people that had worked there many years in their 50s and 60s take me on and show me the trails and the wildlife and what to do and not to do, um, how to slide down a glacier correctly so you wouldn't hurt yourself. So I'm just trying to give back um, what I've learned and what people taught me. And it's, it's kind of a nice full circle. Very unique. I don't think you could do that any other place.
by the end of summer, I was a different person. I was confident. Um, I had taken hike masting courses. I wasn't afraid to go hiking by myself. I felt like I wasn't going to get in a place I wouldn't know what to do, but I, I felt confident going out. And that was a brand new thing for me to, um, I was a baby in the family, the last child. I was pretty coddled. And this gave me a whole new thing of I can go and learn this and do this. Little by little, I gained a lot of confidence, even for <clears throat> when I went back and got my master's <clears throat> and um, got a, a job. I think the Y gave me a lot of skills in how to deal with people, experiences, and overcome any kind of obstacles. It was, a, um, again, a life changing experiences. And I think because of that first day of grabbing my suitcases and walking up the hill and not caring if anybody was snickering about she's not going to last a week, um, was okay. Well, I, I hope that my brief talk with Marlene inspired you to get outside and be able to experience and look for the day that's going to change your life forever. For more tips, tricks, gear reviews, and more, please visit us at 50campfires.com. And don't forget, subscribe and rate the 50 Campfires Daily Outdoor Podcast wherever great podcasts are found. See you next time.